Hello and welcome to Breaking Late. I'm your host, Michael, and with me again for another week is JD. How are you, mate? How was your weekend? My weekend was fantastic. Thank you very much for asking. Uh, you were at the carts? The, yeah, spent the weekend down at NT Titles and, and well, and what I could have uh, Thursday and Friday as well. Um, swinging spanners for Kevin. Uh, he ended up coming away with a, a couple of second places in the state titles, which was pretty. That's pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of guys coming up from down south do that. It's yeah, quite a competitive yeah. so, field in the go karts. Yeah, yeah. So he ended up second in uh, tag light and also second for KA three, which was good. Well, that's pretty good. Oh, well, congratulations, Kevin. Yeah, we're going to well be happy done. with that. How um, about yourself? I hear that you've had a. A big weekend over big there in Townsville and uh, and maybe got to do a few cool things. Did. Um, it was a very good weekend. If you haven't been to the Townsville event, go. The whole atmosphere there. It's very much like Darwin event. Like the whole town's in on it. Yeah, yeah. Um, heaps of people. Places are busy. But yeah, it was just a fantastic weekend. I guess I should just say a big thanks to the Fullwood family. Yep. For pretty much hosting us. Yep. We sort of tagged along to a lot of things, and I never thought that $50 midi shirt would pay off so <laughs> much, but that got us into a corporate tent. It got us into the pits. It, um, it, was, it was fantastic, and um, well, I won't kick about. I, I got a hot lap. Yeah, you was lucky enough to be in the right place at the right time. Bryce yeah. was there and just sort of said, well, we're, we're down a person. Do you want to jump in? It's very much that if you ever get offered a hot lap, Rock up on time because if you're not there, someone like me gets your ride. Yeah, that's exactly pretty much right. what happened. Uh, we went. It was on the Friday. We just went past. We're like, oh, we'll just you know, go past, see how he went in practice because he, you know, they. Bryce was in the Commodore, so you know, it was new to him, so he hadn't really done any real dry weather driving in that car. And yeah, just standing there, and his, they basically looked at me and go, "Oh, well, you better suit up, mate." I'm like, "What?" He's like, "Well." He was meant to be here five minutes ago and he's not here. And if we don't get the track, you just, you know, we're going to miss out. Those things are amazing. The accelerate, everyone knows the acceleration. Those things accelerate really well, but it's the braking. Yeah. It's going past the 50, uh, 150 meter board, then the 100 meter board and coming up to the 50 meter board. And then we start to brake. Yep. Uh, I think it's also something with the ride control on those cars that, you know, like you were saying um, off air. Basically, you know, you, you're riding over curbs and the the, the the center of the curbs in the middle of the car. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, know. well, I'm on the other side of that curb. <laughs> yeah. Uh, pretty much we sat in the car. I said to Bryce, I'm like, so I understand this is, you know, a 75% thing, you know, but do what you want. He's like, nah, nah, it's, it's a don't crash thing. Yeah. Apparently, if they can't put a wheel in the dirt on the on the drive lap, when they take people for a drive, they, get, they will get fined. Yeah, I've heard it can be quite a substantial fine mm. as well. We got close. <laughs> Coming it was at turn six, the one they always slide out and they put the big extra concrete. Yeah. Yeah, we were on we were definitely were on that concrete through through that section and the more scary bit in that car was the warm up laps. Getting the heat into the tires and stuff. It's very violent and you just not I wasn't really expecting it as much because Bryce did say, oh, I gotta warm the tires up, you know, because otherwise I can't hit the curbs and oh, I didn't realize how much it was to warm the size up. It didn't take long, but it's very violent in that car. And I'm, I'm just accelerating, decelerating, yeah, turning, and swerving, and just like, ah, oh, you can definitely feel it. I was surprised on how much even I could notice. I'm like, yep, now our tires are up to temp. We're no longer pushing when we're doing the violent swerves, and yep. felt a lot nicer once those tires got up. 
But yeah, like I said, big thank you to everyone at Matt Stone Racing with that. And um, Brad and Kelly Forward, that was fantastic. Thank you very much for that weekend. That's awesome, man. I, I'm I'm very jealous. Oh, and then we got corporate as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, that that's an a added benefit of uh, hanging around some good people, I guess. Yeah. Watch <laughs> watch the uh, race with Bryce. Actually, watch the Sunday race with him up on the hill, or up on the hill. I guess it was a hill, but it was a big corporate tent hill. It was it was good. Yeah. He picks up on a lot of stuff that I was going to say. There would have been a, a bit of extra stuff there. Hmm. He would probably pick up on uh, versus your average, you know, person watching a race. Well, when basically I saw Todd Hazelwood had a window out, and I was, I thought it, you know, where did that go? And he straight up like, nah, cool suit would have failed. This is first thing you do, and then you think back on it, you're like, yeah, right, that makes sense. But you know, we we Mitch and I made some good calls during the race that he was like, yeah, yeah, no, you're right, because we the problem is watching the race, you don't know the fuel drops and stuff like that, and we're trying to work out why Scotty was so far ahead on the Sunday compared to where he started. And I was like, short fuel drop, short fuel. It's going to have to pay dividend. Like, you know, it's going to have to yeah. pay the invoice at the end. And yeah, I was right. But obviously he pushed through a lot. But anyway, yeah. we'll... Um, yeah, I, some of that comes down to strategy, getting clear air and whatnot can pay off doing those, yeah. the, those strategy well, calls. Well, that's pretty but much yeah. what they did. Yeah. And, but those triple eight cars this weekend were just crazy. Legal but we, I guess we should jump into some news more, not so much, hey, what did Michael do all this weekend? Yeah, okay. What, what news? We've well, got a fair bit of news. We do There's a, fair a pretty bit of big... news. So we'll start off with the biggest news. Okay. I was our, track. That was, yeah, okay. Our poor... Uh, Lounsey is, is going to hang the boots up at the end of the year and gloves mm. up. He, that was... For full time? I remember, being at, I remember being at the track. They were there and they said, look, stay tuned. There's a big announcement at 10.30. And I said to Mitch, I'm like, oh, I wonder what this is. Probably like they've announced that, you know, signed on for another 10 years or something like that. You know, 10 years anniversary it was there. Then on the big screen, we we're walking back from the pits. And I could hear, I heard them say, oh, you know, this is a press conference and we've got Roland Dane, team owner and manager, yeah, team owner of Red Bull and um, Sean, I can't remember his last name, the CEO of Supercars yep. and Craig Lowndes, team Vodafone, uh, team Vodafone, team wow. Lowndes um, yep. driver. And then I've straight up, before a word came out, I said, holy shit, Lowndes is retiring. Yeah. It's just clicked. And then. We're like, just don't say it isn't so. And he just announced it. And it's, it's all the people were talking about this weekend. It, it was uh, obviously probably not a shock to everyone that this this was coming. Um, it was going to be, you know, ne- this year or the next couple of years that Lowndes was going to retire. He still had one more year on his deal, but he wanted to go out on top. And he's having a good year, and I can understand that 100%. So, yeah, it, big, big news. I, I was at, uh, at work still. I wasn't down the track yet. Um, I got a message from one of my friends that there was an announcement going to be happening. Um, luckily enough, Facebook sent me a, a, a Facebook Live notification that there was going on, so I turned it on and, yeah, sat there and was a bit in shock, to be honest. Yeah, like, it still it was, shook me a little bit. Yeah, I, you kind of knew it was going to happen, but it when you, when it happened, it was sitting there going, no, <laughs> no, I'm not going to let you retire. It's like, yeah. you know, when you... You'd resign from a job that like, we're not accepting. That. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, you'll be here next week. <laughs> it's like, Garth Tander needs to retire before Lounsey. Yeah. There's so- a few people on the grid that could probably <laughs> retire before Lounsey. Oh, come on. Let's not go there. Let's not no, go we're there. not. But <laughs> on the bright side, I did think, well, you know, there's that talk of 
rec licenses and who might get one and stuff like that. I'm like, well, it's triple eight sitting on an extra one now. So let's buy one of them or at least give it to another team. Yeah. Well, um, it actually will be interesting to see what happens there because we were talking about the track on the weekend and uh, we're going through it and my view this is very, very early. Obviously, Lowndes has only just, just announced, announced it. it yes. But I think maybe the Kostekis might put a two-car team in next year. Possibly. Don't know. They've announced that they wanted to. They had to try and find some licenses. Mm. Um, we all know what's going on with the whole... Um, Jason Bright Jason helping Bright them out. It's helping them a lot, which is not looking good For in the Matt mates. Stone camp yeah. and Todd Hazelwood camp. I'm sure that they will try their hardest to try and find another license if he pulls his license. But that the Kostecki team is already very well aligned with Triple Eight. Uh, they would just be Kurt a sister used team. To work for him. Yep, Kurt still lives. I think still lives with um, with Couchy as well. So they're very very closely aligned. I wouldn't be surprised if they put a sister team in. I don't mean it'll be a Triple Eight team, but it'll be a uh, like a techno, like but, a techno style, but yeah, hundred percent run out of a triple eight sort of uh, engineering side of it and stuff like that. So it'd be interesting to see. This is just that's just a this a guess. It is a guess, and yeah. then the, like there was calls of going, oh, Simona to triple eight. Would you th- no? no? Yeah, I that's don't where Roland I was Dane, like, I don't think Roland Dane will do it. No, not even for the money that is offered for with Harvey Norman that. and that. Yeah, yep. I don't think it'll happen. And then I think Todd Kelly then come out and said, no, she's signed on for us again. But nothing, nothing else came out. He just said, no, nah, she's signed for us next year. But I'm like, well, she hasn't. Well, she might have, but it no hasn't come out in the media. Yeah, and then, yeah. But it was interesting to see that he said that. And like he sort of said that in passing, and it got put on one article, but then no one else seemed to pick it up pick up on it. Yeah, well, that, that, it, that will be interesting to see where she goes and if she stays or what happens there. Um, there's a few people that could move around. We all know that maybe Garth Tander's not happy where he is as well, so he might want to retire. There is a few rumours going around. Um, don't we know whether he will or not. It's a bit like the Kimmy situation. Right, well, you know, he's going to do one more. Yeah. I just think that because, you know, Gary Rogers does like bringing the young guys in and there's not... Last year, we'll spoil for Joyce in the uh, Super 2s of who could upgrade. Oh yeah, and there's still a, this year. There's still like some good talent in that pit, that field, but I don't know if there's so many that are willing to take the step up. Yeah, I, I'd say there's a few, but I don't know how many are ready. I don't think your Dean Fiore and stuff like that are going to make a, a comeback. I no, don't no, think they're there. That's just Pitha probably would come back. I um, thought Pitha's doing it for GRM because he's a co-driver and he's just getting some seat time. Well, Pitha, uh, the only reason he's not got a full-time drive is because he's. Um, doesn't have the funding to oh, okay, yep. secure a full-time drive and they want to stand away at, at PRA and Tickford or whatever they want to FBR call or today. whatever they are at the moment. <laughs> yeah. um, it's almost as confusing as their engineering package, I'd say, <laughs> at the moment. I heard some interesting rumours about um, Stanaway. Mm-hmm. What was that? Might not be there next year. True. Mm. What was the rumor you heard that he could be going to uh, no just Triple Eight or no just he well the one was we were hearing was he's not really impressing too many people and he's got a bigger bit big of a head on his shoulders. I think he probably does have a bit of an ego. He's been there, done that in the some categories that are quite 
uh, high. And I, and especially when, you know, how his enduro season was last year. He sort of was with Cam Waters when Cam Waters really come into his own. Yeah, yep. It, but I mean, it's these true. are just rumours. But he's not really happy where he is. I don't think they've been... Their cars have been nowhere. Yeah, they, they, don't, they haven't been really delivering a, a package where he can go compete. Mm. So I, I don't really think you can blame. What is what is Tickford's problem? What do they need to do? Do they need to do a McLaren and have the boss retire or resign? Because Eric Boulier he quit on the weekend. I did see that. That's more big news. And um, yeah, I I, like, I don't know what they're going to do. They're making lots of silly mistakes. Yes, like putting the old tires on the car. Yeah, how did that happen? I don't know, but you've got to take responsibility somewhere and does it need to start at the top? Because you look at all down the pits, all down the garages. You look at Red Bull. Everyone in there is cool, karma collected. They all got their job. They know what they're doing. You look at DJR. They're all doing the same thing. Even Erebus now have got their shit together and they're looking like a really professional team. And then you look at Tickford. And they don't look like they know what's going on. And they are one of the biggest teams in the field still. Yeah. They have na- nearly the most employees out of any team in the field. It's They're struggling. It's they need amazing. to do something. And sometimes you need to start at the top. Yep. Um, I, I, I don't have an answer for you. I think the engineering's been a bit confusing. Um, so they've got throwing like everything, including the kitchen sink at it. And yeah, then you don't no, know it's, what's it's working. Like, it's like... I think Chaz and his engineer tend to work the car out first and then the others sort of come to him. But the others will move in one direction and then Chaz gets pulled in a different direction. And it, it, they just don't seem to all be working together and they throw big changes at the car and the, the guys can't get used to the car. and It's just it's not working um, at all. And they're, they're a long way behind now. So it's not just a small increment they need to, you know, they're not looking for half a tenth anymore. No, they're looking for like a second. Yeah, so it's, you know, at some tracks it's not as bad. Um, obviously, Frosty did qualify quite well. But yeah, his and race like pace was on the sad there. day, it was like, oh, top 10 feels like a win. And then he was just no, he finished like 11th or something on the Sunday, but he's still, it was a tough race for him. He's come out today and said he's never driven anything as bad. Yeah, and that's that's huge, isn't it? For a team of their caliber and funding and whatnot, um, I, I I feel for them all. They're getting outdone by an ex-team, which was Lucas Dumbrell Racing last year. Yeah, which was like... Which is now 23 Red Racing. They are getting outdone by this little team down the road the at the end of pit lane. team that everyone thought nothing of at the start of the year. That everyone thought Will Davison was a bloody idiot for going to in the first place. And here they are. He's driving around with half his ligaments missing out of his, lo- uh, his leg. leg. Yeah. yeah, you know he's he um, in the top doing a great, great job. And um, that team has really got to take their hats off because they've got the same equipment as them. There's no updates on that car. They they don't have an engineering department that can make any updates for that car. That car is a a Tickford car, just like the ones up the road. Yeah, and like Will Davison was saying, it's always nice. That, you know, we're a customer team. But we, you know, we will help the people we buy from. Like, you know, they're like, come down, have a look at our setup. Yeah, exactly. Come in, come in. It's like, we just want like, free updates after this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you imagine like Got Triple Eight going over to um, Techno going, hey, what setup are you running? We're yeah. struggling here. Yeah, yeah. It's it's very interesting. Um, but, you know, w- I don't have any answers for you. Um, it'll be interesting to see if, if some management will roll or some engineers will roll at the end of this year or they probably need to be done now. Yeah, um, we need to start getting... And something needs to happen. I just... They I don't need, know. I'm just throwing it out there. Maybe 
And it's not that I like, you know, I don't like them. I want Ford. Like if Pro Drive or Tickford is competitive in the sport, then it's a good, it's good for the sport. Yeah, definitely. But I at agree. the moment, it's just, oh, it's just, I don't know what we can do about it. Anyway. Well, we just sort of touched a little bit on Eric Bouvier. Yeah, well, he's, he's, he's resigned. He's he taken has. ownership of the issues, at yep. least, or maybe Which just... Which is odd because ship. he's the, the, the fellow that runs race weekends and not engineers the car, but it is kind of strange. It's one of I one think start at the top. I think, yeah, but he's not the head of engineering. I think the problem is is he's the public figure that everyone sees as a, a face for the company. And he doesn't take the... Like, the way he responds to criticism sometimes is not uh, the best. Yeah. I have heard a few um, opinions of Zach Brown that aren't very high as well, mm. um, that he can be a bit of a, a, a figurehead that just doesn't lead by example or whatnot as well. And, um, it, you know, he's just a mouth and, and basking in the glory of what it is and not really helping get that company anywhere. So it'll be interesting to see how that goes. I don't think he'll go because I think he's... Uh, well and truly, and the investors well and and, put the money in it. Yeah. yeah, investors in whatever's hands. So um, it'll be interesting to see if there'll be any more big changes at McLaren because I don't think Eric Boulier leaving is going to really change the world. There. No, it's not. It's just like, hey, look, we're trying. It's a little bit like if you did get rid of, you know, Tim Edwards. If you did get rid of Tim Edwards, you know, how much of that would really change? Yeah, look, I think what you brought up before with with the, how professional Red Bulls run. I think a very Roland Day is extremely strict. It comes down like a ton of bricks on everyone. I think DJR Team Penske are getting more strict. We overheard the crew talking about how they have to like old mate had his dress shoes on and didn't have his normal casual crew shoes. Yeah. But everything else is exactly the same. Shorts, belts, socks, shirts, hats. It's just boom, you have to wear this. Yeah, so I guess it's making it look very professional. It's a, it's a good look for the sport, but it's just like man, well the dude that forgot his had to wear the dress shoes was everyone was giving him shit for it anyway. <laughs> but it, it's something we did notice that you know looking more professional. Well, should we jump? We can do Super Two results, or you want to do what do you want to what do you want to talk about? We we yeah, let's, let's jump into Super let's Two. Jump into Super Big Two's news this weekend for Bryce Forward in this class actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously changing over the Commodore. It was an interesting weekend for him learning to learning drive car. a different car. This is the first he's time he's had a, a lot of trouble, car underneath um, him. He was having a lot of trouble in the third sector. Um, but he'd come out and he was like, no, nah, it's not the car. It's, I need to, it's him that needs to work on it for a bit. Um, and, it, you know, he sort of got there towards the end. But, man, Macca Jones this weekend, heartbreak story. Oh, he was in a bit of a league of his own, wasn't he? Um, qualifying... Pole for both races and also then having no, a... No, he didn't get pole for the... I thought he started off pole for the second race as well. Pitha beats Jones to pole on Sunday. Oh, okay. Well, he started second, I he think He started second, but he got the yep. jump. Yep. Leading both races and then having a identical mechanical failure on the car. Now, we thought maybe he's just using that curb. He's not landing on the curb nicely. He was sort of landing on the inside of the curb instead of landing on the outside with that rear wheel where you sort of want to bounce over it. Yeah. Because like the first time you see it, like, I used the curbs too much. But then for it to happen the next day, though, it's heartbreaking. It was. It is absolutely heartbreaking. And to watch his dad come over and sit in the window with him and sort of just put a hand on him and, you know, he knows what he's going through. It's a pretty tough weekend for them. 
you know, at least he had shown the pace was there and whatnot. So that 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 is a big improvement for him. Oh yeah, to be in it's a commanding position. position. Yeah, um, and he just he just looked good all weekend. Like the pace in that car was definitely there, and just for it to happen like that, it's just very heartbreaking. But I mean, you got wait, you gave yourself a point. I did because a round win. Paul Dumbrell. Paul Dumbrell got a round win. Yes, yes. We're not talking about points this week. <laughs> yeah, I've been waiting. I've been waiting. Surprised this guy get gets to go messages. have hot laps. He gets to go corporate. rub shoulders in the corporate tents and be in pit lane and whatnot. Get to pretend to be part of the crew and push yeah, tires to he get did, into the he's, pits. He's been helping uh, the, the Matt Stone Racing team and pack their pits down and push tires around and whatnot. Yeah, good on you. Just just to get in. I've been doing <laughs> the hard yards back here with chain lube all over me, changing <laughs> tires left, right and centre. No glory work for me. No, no. But, <laughs> but you get all the points. I did get all the points this weekend. You got weekend. a quick, clean sweep this weekend. I did. I did. It was a, a, a very productive weekend for me. I Not ended so up with three me. points from three classes. I'm, I'm pretty happy with that. I could yeah. have got two from V8s, obviously, with the two races. But yeah, I, yep. I'm pretty happy with the, the three points from uh, three different uh, classes. So... I mean, on the Sunday, just checking, like Bryce Forward did finish in the top 10. So that was a pretty good result. Massive, for him. massive improvement. You've got to look back. So everyone would, you know, obviously Bryce probably will still rate that as a good drive. But, you know, we look back 12 months and he was third at this meeting in his Nissan, first ever meeting in his Nissan. Obviously, he's getting used to this. Um, this new this car, and once he gets used to it, I, I can imagine he's going to jump up the field a bit more. But you compare this to the last meeting he had in in um, Barbagello, I think yeah. it was the last meet, possibly the last meeting for Super Twos. I believe so. Yeah, yeah. Barbagello. Um, you know, it, when it was raining, yeah, he could move for, through the field. But in the dry, move no, backwards. Move he, back. I he think he was back. in the twenties. I think he qualified twenty second or something like that. It was. Just a very, very hard year so far for him. Well, it's he moved forward in tough. both races. Yeah. So it, that's always a good... If you move forward in the race and you keep the car clean, that's always a good good result. Yeah. So it does show good signs of things to come, I think. All right. We've chatted a little bit longer than I first thought, so we'll jump <laughs> over into the main game. Now... Oh, that's... that's. Oh, no. It's just the news. Sorry. It's just Paul Dumbrell happy to move aside for Lowndes. Yeah, that well, was that, a big talking point when the pits. We were like, "He must be walking up and down, offering his drives." We were talking about that on the weekend as well. It's like, do you break the the little uh, continuity that Paul Dumbrell, PD, and Jamie Winkup have? They do a pretty good job they together, do and he a does really a pretty good, good job. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, the last couple of you know when Jamie's lost Bathurst's. I guess, yeah, Bathurst's, multiple Bathai. Mm. Bath- <laughs> Bathai. <laughs> I believe it's uh, <laughs> San Diegoans. <laughs> San Diegoans. <laughs> yes, anyway. Um, when he's lost the Bathurst races, it um, hasn't been PD's fault. Look, PD, PD did make a PD mistake a couple of years ago. Yeah, he, he drove off the track about two or three times. PD did not ignore the pit calls to come in. PD didn't overtake a car. PD didn't knock someone off the track and then when they come back on the track, kind of block them a little bit. That one was questionable. I don't really blame Jamie for that one. No. But he didn't do that. He didn't do it. Pity didn't do it. (laughs) He didn't do it. He didn't do it. No, he didn't. (laughs) But I I still think Lowndes is going there. 
Yeah, so th- we were talking about, we didn't think he would be put with Shane, but God, the internet's been melting, to be honest. He still has, Lowndes obviously has a contract with, with well, I was about to say Red Bull, but Triple A. He's got Triple A and he said he's going to, he's not going to get other co-driving options. Here we go. We're going to talk about supercars and now we're back on to talking about Lowndes. <laughs> he said he's not taking other drives off. off, off uh, he's not uh, taking other I drives know, off. I know, I know, I know. And I don't see it happening, but the internet is melting. They want him and Scotty McLaughlin to race at Bathurst together. Never that is a happen. huge. The only way it's going to happen is if Scotty moves over to Triple Eight. Triple Eight's third car. Never going to happen. <laughs> mm. It won't happen. He's he wants to win team championships and and whatnot and championships, and he needs to be in another t- in a team where he's getting pushed. He wouldn't get pushed in a team with Jamie well, and Shane. Well, as long as he's in a team with them, not s- sort of pushed off in the the corner. Yes. Well, they had, Speed Cafe had a thing. Who's going to be the next favorite driver after Lowndes retires? And guess who's going to be the next favorite? Yeah, well, Barry Seen medalist, I think, last year was Scotty, Scotty McLaughlin. McLaughlin. Yeah, Scotty McLaughlin's huge. I, I, I th- t- Todd Hazelwood, me and 18 other people think that. Yeah, there you go. Well, right, he's, was- a, he's a nice guy and an up-and-comer. Um but uh, crowd favorites, obviously, Scotty. And I think yeah, but I, you'd be I surprised think Scotty how many might people run like- the risk of doing a win cup. Winning too much. Winning hey? too much. Mm, yeah, I don't know. I think people still like him at the moment. Oh, yeah, because he hasn't won too much yet. Yeah, yeah. When he when Scotty is on his seventh championship, and yeah. like three in a row, then then Scotty hate will come out. Yeah. But at the moment, he's still got a long way to go. Now, yeah. this pretty much was the Red Bull show this weekend, wasn't it? It was. It was. I was... Um, I was a little bit worried because I thought you picked Jamie for the weekend uh, in our points, no, and then I, I go back through, why. and then you picked James Courtney. Yes, um, I mean James Courtney was. I thought he was going to do well, and then on the Sunday Saturday race, he just got tangled up everywhere. Yeah, so I think you were crazy, um, and I didn't pick Jamie, which you normally picks. would. I would normally pick him. <laughs> I would. But anyway, it was a, a, a very strong weekend from them If in I general. picked Jamie, he Top would have probably crashed out. for pretty much all of them um, most of the time. The, they nearly had the, a one, two, three. Yeah, and the they qualifying didn't, but they pace nearly like did. between Scotty and Jamie on the sad day was nothing in it. Yeah, yeah. It was it was a very, very close uh, weekend. So uh, very entertaining if you're a Triple Eight fan. If you hate Triple Eight, probably not the best weekend for you to watch <laughs> No, because um, they sort of just come out of the blocks quick. Yep, even Lowndes was quick over this weekend, and in qualifying was he was relatively. He quick got as a well. huge cheer on the Sunday in the top ten shootout. Yeah, well, so many, apparently people drove for miles to come and just watch Lowndesy race. I had a mate of me, mate of mine, message me, and he's like, "This is Friday, about ten minutes after the announcement," and he's like. Looks like I'm flying to Townsville. Really? Yep. I'm <laughs> like, there you go. Lee, you know we will be at Newcastle to watch his last I race. I know. I didn't realize that until Sunday. At, um, I'm sitting there. I'm like, okay, Newcastle. I'm going to watch Craig Lowndes' last full-time race in mm. supercars. That's the only consolidation that Mitch and I had. We were in tears when the this yeah. is all coming out. It's it is it's going to be magical. I I'm probably will shed a tear, to be honest. Um uh, Watching him do his last lap, so it well last laps, 
Yeah, he's going out to greener pastures. No, <laughs> yes. We're sending him off to the farm <laughs> to, uh, uh, no, to, to play with all back. the other... <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, no. Um, he will still be around, for, obviously, for all the, the enduros and whatnot, but it will be interesting to watch the, the rest of the season unfold and see whether he continues on strong um, now that the weight of, is off his shoulders for the announcement. Okay. Well, obviously, it seems to be like pressure's off of him. Well, he did pretty well this weekend. Um, yeah, he he's should be happy with every that. race meeting. <laughs> now, what happened at the start of the race on the sad day? Not much. No, I'm trying to think of Scotty got off good on that you're, one. You're telling all the stories for V8s this weekend, I believe. I uh, watched as much as I could. I even watched some when I got home. And replayed it. <laughs> I have yet to watch the replay of all of this. And I'm trying to think. I remember there's so much stuff that happened throughout it. We, I used all my data. So did I. This weekend. I passed out with Foxtel playing to watch the... Watch. <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> yep. That's and I, then I've one. got two messages from Vodafone like, oh, you've used all your extra additional data. We've given you... We've charged you $10. Here's another gig. And then there's like, boom, another message. You used it again. I'm like, <laughs> oh, no. oh, God. $10 for a gig, goddamn. I know, and I've still got another nine days left on it until it resets. I think mine's reset today, but I used 10 gigs in one day uh, from when I got to the track, obviously, to when I left. Um, it's because you can't turn the quality down on the Foxtel app. It just wants to play the best quality it can. Uh, you can, can't you? I don't know. There's a four, oh, you can do 480p, but I had it hooked up to a laptop as a hotspot yep. playing on a TV, so I didn't want to turn it down. Oh. Um, but yeah, it, uh, another fella has 70 gig and decided that, that on Sunday he would hook his oh, phone he up. He would do the nice uh, thing. Ah, thank you for, with your 70 gigs. Yes. Well, all right. The big talking points in this Saturday race anyway was the collision between Todd Hazelwood and Simona De Silvestre. Well, it wasn't the biggest talking point, but it evolved throughout the weekend. It did. It did. It, it was a, a it wasn't bit of an awkward camera. hit. Um, Todd ended up rolling his shoulder out and having to roll his shoulder back in in car mm. and continue on a race. So He described her driving as pretty average. Yeah, well, I don't want to dump anyone in it, but I've talked to drivers uh, when, we were, when we were in uh, Darwin for the V8 Supercar round and said it's uh, that's pretty well typical of how Simona drives. They said she's pretty rough, uh, leans on everyone, and is not the cleanest driver out there, but Too was first to complain um, when she gets taken out. Yeah, and and exactly like brake markers are just not a thing for her. Yeah, different you place every time. Yeah, she's like her lines change every lap, but it's really unfortunate for Todd because he was running quite well. Like he was up there, and because then we seen him drop real far back. Did manage? He still moved up two positions, and he was hurt at the end of the race. Oh, yeah, he was. He was. Another thing, just poor Michael Caruso. Mate, that He didn't crash. even make the grid on oh, the sad so day. Sad day, yeah. Yep. Because he took off and he was, when we heard him take off, we're like, oh, mate, you've just burnt that clutch. He was like, rah, 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 and then he died. And we're like, oh, what's that? I'm like, probably because he cooked his clutch. Is this just, I'm like, well, you only need to use it twice more in this race. Yeah, <laughs> pit stop. <laughs> but nah, electrical drama, apparently. Yeah, okay. Ran out of power and just died on the track. And they started the race with his car still on the track. I know. I actually saw that. Yeah. We were um, I guess they figured just about we've to go got out on the, two kilometers on the to go. Yeah. We can get him into the pit lane. 
I was a bit worried. I, I couldn't believe they'd done it, to be honest. It's um, like they almost didn't think about it. They didn't realize it was did on Did that there. happen in a Super 2 race as well? Or was it mm. just that race? It was just that race from what I remember. I didn't remember seeing a Super 2 car not make the grid. I can't remember. It must have been just Michael's car. But yeah, I couldn't believe they had a ute in front of it ready to tow it yeah. off and everything. But they, yep, yeah, the lights Green went flag, out. lights out, cars off. And then you're like, well, we've got less than a minute to get around. Yeah. And get mm. this car off the track. But they did. Yeah, well, other, other really good standout points um, was, yeah, Frosty's top 10 finish. Um, yeah. He showed a lot of pace throughout that race, which was really good to see and it was really encouraging and like we did touch on at the start of the show but it disappeared on the Saturday race the Sunday race sorry um and the still the pace that Jamie had he had a th- over a 13.8 second lead at I one know. point it's um Jamie it was a bit of a league of his own on the on the Saturday uh, I think I messaged you through the race going oh yeah Basically said the same thing. Yeah, Jamie's in a league of uh, his yeah, own. Yeah, pretty sure you, that is exactly what you said. Yeah, Jamie's in a league of his own this weekend. I think you sent me mm. something like that. It was, and it was true. It, they they were just on fire, like, um, you know, just setting scorching times. You know, getting a good buffer. Like he just had it all going. Lowndes was like right on the back of Scotty, but just couldn't crack it. Just couldn't get through. I was, I, I had come back at that stage and I'm like, oh, let's go. I want, I so wanted a, a, a one, two, three. Yeah. I was like, let's for go. This one, two, three. And then for the a... first race after he announced his uh, retirement, retirement, I was hoping for him to get a podium, but so, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the man, that place would have got, we would have had a riot if there was a podium <laughs> for Lounsey. The safety car came out right towards the end of that race because there was a good chunk of metal, I think, on the track somewhere. Yeah. Okay. Shorten the field up. And yep, then I'm going tighten it right back up. Oh, what's the bet? Team orders are going to come and play, and Van Gisbergen should get in front of Jamie. Would have been better for the championship wise. It would have closed the gap up more. I th- I still don't think you can discount anyone that's not in the top. So for, sort of top five, I reckon. I, it's only going to take Scotty to be put in the wall. Yeah. Somewhere and have a... Well, he's not even 150 points ahead anymore. No, 131 points ahead. So yeah. he's less than a race win. So if he gets a DNF and Shane has a win... Yeah, he'll be in the lead. So it's all to play for again. It's it's back on the table. Yeah, it comes through. But the person who was really weird was Fabs this weekend. He just didn't look super on pace. He, yeah, well, it's true. It's um, Fifth was a good result for him, actually, to be honest, for this weekend. But... um. It's probably been pretty consistent all year that, you know what I'm saying? Like Yeah, it, oh, it was more on the Sunday that like, yeah, Fabian he was up 10 positions, but he qualified 18th. That was more of a shock that where he qualified on the, on the Sunday. Yeah, yep. The Saturday, the Sunday race now, we'll just sort of jump over to the Sunday. That start for Jamie lost in that race. Yeah, okay. Lost he fogged down, he dropped down three positions or something at the start. So did Scotty. Scotty almost got into a bit of a tangle. Um, he fell down a few positions, but managed to work his way up. He did a quick pit stop early on, took less fuel, yep. managed to get into the clean air, and he could just—he has got the car pace to maintain yeah, that punch gap. Punch out some good laps, yeah. Um, but oh, I, Jamie and Shane, when they come into it, their pace was just leagues ahead of everyone else. I'm like, they're just going to lap everyone. Yeah, okay. It was just—it was amazing. Um, Davey Reynolds pretty much said he's had a shocker of a weekend. He did have a bit of an ordinary weekend by his standards this year. Two years ago, 
they would have been yahooing over six and sevens or six and eights. I think it was on Saturday. It was eighth, maybe. Um, Yeah, they would have been super happy about that. But this year, they're really aiming for podiums nearly every race, I think. So it is a little bit of a letdown. Um, It's dropping him down the points as well. They need... They had a couple of little mechanical failures. They, their cars didn't go back to the factory to get built yeah, between Townsville and Darwin. They they actually went across to a dealership. Walkinshaw cars are staying. They're going straight to QR. They're not yeah, going home. They're not going back to Melbourne. No. They had most of the crew stay an extra night and did all the prep on the cars on the Monday before there they shipped them across. A couple of the teams did, actually. Yeah, okay. I was chatting to the Walkinshaw guys. At our hotel, yep, or well, at the the pub anyway, and because um, I was like, oh, you know, guys celebrating after the weekend, and they're like, oh, not really celebrating, because like I didn't really realize where Scotty Pie finished, because he finished down the order. Yes, it's very true. Because they mixed up his pit stops, they put a wrong tire on, and then he had to pit again the next lap. Yep. Very Something awkward. we didn't talk about, we forgot to mention. Richie Stanaway's drifting show. Oh. Very controversial, isn't it? Have you watched the interview with him explaining it as well? No. It's, um, I can see where people get arrogance from, but he, he basically said, well, the team screwed up. They put new fronts on my car and, and, and put old rears on it and expected me to go out there and have any sorts of car balance. It's like the car was sliding all over the place. It was, you know, I, I was toast. I was just going backwards anyway yada 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 so on and so forth like yeah. explaining that so he said i decided to have a little bit of fun put a show on put a show on for the crowd and he's like i think i got some more fans out of this so i'm pretty happy uh team wasn't overly happy but he's like i did everything right i made sure i kept the engine out of the rev limiter i didn't i didn't i didn't flog the motor to do it i just slid, slid it around the team had a bit of a go at me uh told me that i needed to uh settle down and drive the car straight and so that we could get some more lap time out of the car. And he said, so I did the next couple of laps. And uh, wouldn't you know, it was no faster me trying to drive it straight because the car balance was that far out. Yeah. I, he was revving the balls off of that car, though. Was he? Yeah, you could hear it. It's like the bloody touring car masters where we're sitting in our grandstand, only for those early bits of the race. There's like, there's that straight which is just that little bit too long for a gear change yeah so, so we just don't limit. we'll just let it limit yeah. a bash it for a little bit it's like oh those touring car masters are louder than the supercars i reckon <laughs> yeah yeah true getting really loud um todd hazelwood had a pretty bad race on the so well, well not really at the start of the race Jumped up to 15th. He was running as high as he's ever been in the competition. Yeah, it was a massive, um, an awesome start for him. There was a bit of a kerfuffle at the start of the race into turn one. A few cars got uh, connected to each other, let's say, and yeah. they spun around and whatnot. It wasn't It wasn't. Simona made contact with Caruso. Yeah, that was a very awkward one, wasn't it? Yep, that was not, not good. Surprise, surprise, Simona's making contact with people. Yeah. Just looked at I our runtime. We still got Formula One after this, mate. I think, yeah, well. Okay, <laughs> yep. I think uh, one of the biggest things I took away from the weekend from the Sunday race was um, 
the Caruso and uh, Anton Di Pasquale. Yeah. And what's uh, your crashed. opinions on that? I I think Anton was in the wrong. Yeah. Oh yeah, because there was no overlap. He definitely followed up the rear and followed him over, and I think he. Uh, I don't know if he deliberately hit him. Maybe wanted to give him a bump, but the spe- the the pace overlap was too much. Um. And yeah, he sent him off in a very a big, dangerous manner. Big crash shifted that tire barrier. It just threw that tire bank, which was what four or five tires yeah. thick, and probably twenty tires long, or at least yeah, it fifteen was huge. long. Huge. Just look at the damage on the front of that car. Um, it was huge, and uh, the the big thing that so Caruso said, well, we weren't actually going to take the cars back to the factory. No, they weren't. Uh, he said we might have to now. This car might be needing to go back on a jig to be rebuilt. Like it's, he's the the damage is quite substantial. He said, he's like I'm watching the replays. Like it it, it felt that bad in the car. Oh. He's like it it was horrible. Like the the deceleration was massive. Yeah, I guess the tie barrier did do what it needed to do. It Stop stopped him. <laughs> it stopped him. Um. Admittedly, that is good because if he had a shot off the other side, that would have been into a concrete wall. Yeah, um, right in front of a grandstand. Yeah, so it was it was good. It stopped that car that was coming at quite uh, rate, not straight at a wall. Um, but yeah, not not so good for him. All the all the Nissan team now that they've got to rebuild a car between meetings. Yes, well, the Nissans had pretty decent pace during the qualifying, but once again, they're just lacking that race pace. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Um, the, the one that pace is starting to really become more consistent for them. Their pa- race pace has got better this year. It's definitely a lot better than it was last year. Yeah, it's just I think it's a big gap between their qualifying pace and their race pace at the moment. Yeah, yeah. So they can qualify further up the grid, but then when they by the time the race pace comes around, they move back a little bit. Well, they, they I don't know if it's the same issues that they were having, but they they had fuel burn issues. They their engine burns more fuel to make the power levels it's making than the others. So they have to quite frequently go into conserve, like sort of conservation of fuel modes to uh, make sure that they don't have to sit still too long in pit stops and whatnot, stuff like that. So it could be a little bit of that. That could be why a bit of their race pace might not be 100% there. Oh, I'm going to stop us there on the V8s because okay. Okay. we now we could talk all get... day on V8s for after you've been there. Yeah, yeah. you can. <laughs> like all my good... Show V Power Pit Stop Challenge. I didn't even get to talk about it. Oh, that. we haven't even talked about it. I know. So quickly, we've got to get into quickly. this. It's so a long episode. We really apologize, people. But uh, Michael got to do this really cool thing. By the way, so Michael's well versed in VR. So yes. he went there knowing how to use the equipment. That doesn't mean he should have been good at this game. Or not. I shouldn't. I have never done it before. But Shell V Power have a stand set up at some events. They didn't have they it didn't in have Darwin. They didn't have it in Darwin. I said, where is this? <laughs> um, but they must do it probably, I assume, for the East Coast rounds. So it'll probably be at QR, I guess, if, you, if you're if you going to QR. Um, probably give it a go. See if you can crack into a 41 or even it below. Below 40s. I didn't yeah. get a photo of it because I wasn't allowed to enter. But Michael... Uh, had a go at this. Scotty McLaughlin, Fabian Coulthard coming over and and had a go. And Scotty's a pretty competitive bloke. I know mm. I've talked to mates that have raced him on iRacing and stuff like that, and they said he's very, very good. Uh, and Shane's actually gets into that a lot as well. So you can, if you ever want to want to race a V8 supercar driver, buy yourself a good uh, gaming rig and, and, and get into that because they're quite often on there. But anyway, back to this. Um, Michael did a simulation of changing tires changing brake pads for a, a V8 supercar over VR. 
which is virtual reality. Virtual reality. It's a, yeah. you, you put on a HTC Vive and you've got the controllers and you um, you you basically you're changing a tire and you're doing it in there. So you got to change. You get two cars come in. You got to change one wheel on the first car and then he goes. Scotty goes. Then you got to wait to like forever for the next car to come in because <laughs> it's like it's just a time thing. So the quicker you are at the first bit, the car's not going to come. And then the next one, you got to change a tire and brake pads and put it in. Now, I just did this on the Friday. And I set a, I don't know, 40, 40, 42.88. And that was fast enough to be at the top. And didn't really think too much of it. Went for a walk, come back. Then I seen the names behind underneath me. It was Scotty M, uh, Scott M and Fabian C. I sat, went up to the girls running the thing. I'm like, is that really Scotty and Fabs? They're like, yeah, yeah. They've, they asked about you. I'm like, all right, I'll come back tomorrow. I'll set the time again. They said, be there at 10, uh, 9.30. Go there Saturday. Set a faster time, a 41.06. And they're like, that's quick. I'm like, cool. <laughs> then I waited around for Scotty and they actually did a Facebook Live and I... um Made a brief appearance. Made a brief appearance. I'm going to cut into the audio clip now. <laughs> Michael G came in hot, obviously. He was. <laughs> that's you? Damn, this, this bike is fast. I've seen him. You did like a 42 yesterday. Yeah, I got a Scotty just calling me quick. That was very good. <laughs> yeah. um, when as soon as he said that, I'm like, I'm using that in the podcast, and hell, that could be my ringtone. <laughs> Michael is quick. Michael is quick. <laughs> just Scotty repeating that for me. Well, in the right context, it's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, a race car driver calling you quick is a good thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm still jealous about the whole lap. <laughs> that was quick too. Um, and then on the Sunday, I went there again and they're like, oh, look, you can go again, but you're not allowed to enter the competition because at this stage, if you get the top of the thing, you win a $200 fuel card each day. Michael was rolling high rollers. Uh, high rollers for someone that doesn't even own a car. Yeah. He might come home with $400 worth of fuel vouchers. Um, Very good. Tish yeah. out next time we go fishing. <laughs> as long as it's only show V power. <laughs> no, and then um, on the Sunday went again and I set a 40.9, which was just apparently crazy and everyone was like, that's really quick. And it was really unfortunate they wouldn't let me put it on the board. Mm. It'd be interesting to see what the record is. Did they tell you what the record was? They said about 41, but then I went below 41. And then the guy's like, oh, I've only, he said he hasn't seen anyone crack into 40s. Yeah, okay. 
That'd but I mean, I'd like to. I'd they like should to know. Keep a, they should keep a track. A global of, track. Maybe we maybe we should send them an email and see whether they can get back to us. Well, with they um what the record is. Yeah, maybe I should. I think that that would be interesting to know whether we have in our presence a record yes. holder VR virtual reality pit stop pit stop guru here. Yeah, maybe <laughs> maybe we do. I don't know, but they they contact me today, so they're sending out the my prizes. Oh, that's awesome. They're like, oh, you can't win six hundred dollars. I'm like, but one person here's going to win a thousand. Yeah, just for doing it. Yeah, just for no skills. Yeah, I've got skills. Very rarely do my skills come in handy <laughs> to a point that I'm like, I'm better than everyone at something. Well, did you go and uh, talk to a few teams? Maybe go talk to Dr. Ryan's story about maybe where we get stop. Yeah, yeah where, where you can get some. Uh, like yeah, you know, no, maybe not on the tools. You know, someone of your caliber can definitely just train people or yeah, get yeah. some I pointers. Just tell them what to do. You just yeah. grab it and throw it. <laughs> yeah, but uh, press anyway. the button. <laughs> press the button. Just the trigger. The trigger. <laughs> anyway, that's enough of that. Let's talk about the Formula One from Silverstone. Wow, what a weekend! Very big weekend. It was. It, it was. This was going to be Hamilton's what fourth or fifth win in the row if he had won it. Yeah. I- couldn't remember. It, it it is a a um, God. I should know that. Maybe may, might even be three, third in a row. Um. Anyway, it was going to be some sort of record of uh, an English driver winning Silverstone, and uh, he come out of the box pretty good. Uh, it was pretty quick. Fa- fastest in the pulled it for the qualifying session. Uh, fastest by, in most sessions. Yeah, by a, a small margin, he was faster than um. Then Sebastian Vettel, it was actually quite a competitive weekend. Ferrari come to the track with a new floor that's actually got them back in the window with Mercedes again. Oh, really? Apparently, the only upgrade on the car was a new floor, and that's how much more aero uh, basically sucking the car to the ground. All the wings they weren't allowed on the car, they put them now on the floor. (laughs) No, it's attached to the floor. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. See, um, they, they, they got a big performance upgrade from that floor alone. Well, talking about big stuff, Hartley's crash. Wow, we that was huge. Was a big crash. Now, very remnant of uh, what happened to Toro Rosso many In moons China. ago with um, a certain Sebastian Buemi. Yeah, but that one had both wheels going off. It did. It did. This was what? Do they know what it was? It was just a suspension failure because as soon as he hit the brakes, that wheel popped. sort of just twisted. The yeah. The brakes were so good on the grip of the brakes. Yeah, well, it, it, it's it's like the the momentum of the brakes actually stopping the car. Just the the, the, rip, the arms just all failed. Off, yeah. yeah, like it just failed. so much force going through the arms trying to decelerate the car. It just literally just broke all Such the arms. Such a high speed crash, though. <sighs> it's one of those ones, and I don't know if the halo saved his life or anything like this. I don't want to get dramatic, but. His car did kind of tip head first at the at the tire wall, um, so I, I I think the halo did hit the tire wall. So I wouldn't be surprised if it if it has saved him from having some sort of injury because he got out of that car and walked away fine. Yeah, it is a credit to the cars. Yeah, it really it is a big big uh, shunt. So now I think they made did they make Toro Rosso change the setup the front suspension on. Gasly's car? I'm not sure what happened there. I didn't catch um, whether they did or not. I know with Gasly, they, I don't think the FIA did it, but their team, uh, I watched them um, do some fracture testing with some ultrasound and, and, and whatnot some on the front, 
front front arms and whatnot to see whether there was any um, hairline cracking that was not not picked up or anything happening in the actual carbon fiber structure of the of the arms or whatnot. And it looked they were pretty happy with it, but they still pulled him out of the car to make sure that that car was going to be okay. They didn't want to send him and and have well, an injury. You can't you can't send a driver out if your car's just breaking. Without an explanation, for no reason, he didn't hit the wall. He didn't take it. Didn't hit a curb or anything. It was just no. I just applied the brakes and my wheel fell off. Yeah, and it was quite a scary run. Not something he would have been expecting either. And he was a bit of a passenger. From the moment he touched that pedal, it was all over. Yes, car bottomed out and just kept going. There was a few carts sliding around. Verstappen crashed out in practice two, was it, or practice three? Um, practice two because it was Friday. Um, so yeah, Verstappen. Had a little bit of a tank slap and uh, and managed to slap the wall and break a gearbox and uh, all the rear arms. Not not the best weekend for Verstappen actually. In practice three, he had a another gearbox in which had a problem, um, and it, it launched a basically a, a, they call it a dog ring, but it's just the sort of ring that lines the two gears up when you change gears. Yeah, yeah. When, so th- these are all. Hydraulically changed. There's no mechanical setup in there, but um, yeah, the, it 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 destroyed one of those rings, which was not good. It ended up costing him the rest of the, that session as well. Oh, in qualifying, pretty much like that pole lap from Hamilton. Well, it, it, yeah, it was very very close in the end. Like there was only um, oh God, what is it? It's like thirty. I can't can't read it from can't here, but, do, but it's, yeah, it's, it's only a, it's in the thousandths of a second that it was ended up being the oh difference yeah, i'm looking yeah yeah and even kimmy was like pretty right. close on it yeah kimmy was only just over one tenth behind hamilton so it shows you how competitive and how on it uh, obviously hamilton was because if you look at bodas's time he's a few tenths off off hamilton's time um you know the, he's he's gonna have to clean that up because it's it is costing Mercedes a team championship. It is. He's not with it this year. He's better this year than he was last year too. So he's really, really got to nail that down. Otherwise, the they might start looking. This year. Yep, they might start looking somewhere else. He needs to be within it. Well, look, everyone's talking about Kimi needs to go because Kimi's qualifying isn't good enough. His race is his racing's pretty good, but his qualifying's not good enough. Kimi's within six thousandths of a second. Yeah. So no hundreds, yeah, six hundredths, yeah. So it's um, he he's doing quite well, but Bottas needs to work on it a little bit more. You know, Nico used to call it the Hamilton factor and and whatnot. It's just what he can do. It's also like people that have driven against Alonso say the same thing. I'm sure Mark Webber used to think the same of Seb. Yeah. But, yeah, that it, it is something they're going to have to fix because it, they're not going to win a team championship with only one of their drivers qualifying that far up. No. We're jumping straight onto the race because we're running long. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, we did have a three three um, categories this weekend to talk about. We did have three categories. Plus a bit of go-karts and plus and all your all experiences. experiences. And, yeah, lots and lots of chatting. And we haven't seen each other since we recorded last week. Yeah, it's been so long. Yeah, well, don't worry. <laughs> we got one week. couple of weeks anyway. So, ah, <laughs> uh, mate, are Ferraris hitting Mercedes on purpose? Oh God, are they? Have you have you been privy to all the videos and 
the Twitter talk and everything I've that's going on now. I've seen some of it. And I'm like, mate, I'm with Sebastian. He's like, do you know how much skill it would take to be able to touch a car, just put them out without really damaging your car? It's like, it's almost impossible. Yeah. And, and then they were referring back to the one that happened a couple of weeks ago with Sebastian hitting. And like, Sebastian destroyed his wing. Yeah. And that's what he said. He said, do you think I'd want to deliberately broke my front wing off and that went really well for me like yeah and it, and it's so true it's a bit of a i think it was a ridiculous question now james allison has come out from mercedes and he was the one that actually started the rumor oh really so he's the one that said oh, i think that ferrari are doing it on purpose now reva brenny is fuming yeah well, i don't think they're going to do that I, I think it's it's deplorable. I don't think you can make the only, those The reason why they're making contact the at the start of the race is because they're in such competitive cars and they're at the front. Yeah, and these cars tend to like to suck themselves to each other. Mm. You know, the car gets closer to you, you lose more downforce, you're obviously trying to make a pace overlap. Because then why didn't you're Kimi more hit both hitting Mercedes? Them. You know, why didn't Kimi take both Mercedes out in Austria then? Yeah. Could have done that. Yeah, and Seb would have gone and won the race. Yeah, it's it's one of those things, you know. Like it's not something that they're deliberately doing for sure. It's that, um, I, I think it's ridiculous that they brought it up. I think there's been some funny things said. First time I've ever actually read a tweet, um, from uh, Minutu. Oh, Kimmy's wife. Minatu, Minatu, I don't know how you pronounce her name. Anyway. Kimmy's missus. Kimmy's missus has put out a, um, if if you want to cry like a baby, you should do ballet or something like that. Or, I'm like, wow. And that was directed at Hamilton. Yeah. And then I can't remember what she hashtagged it. Something funny. Oh, like, it's come out today that Hamilton has accepted the apology from Kimmy Kim. Reich. And Hamilton has also accepted, I read a, a, a tweet from him, he's accepted the fact that uh, he's had been now called a sore loser and uh, and whatatnot, and he wants to fix that image because he, do, he doesn't believe he is. Uh, he's he not is. happy with his fans that have soiled his name, but he understands why they have, um, and he's going to try and change everyone's opinion. So it'll be interesting to see how his persona is. I from understand now on. that you know it was his home Grand Prix and he wanted to win it, but man, I did you see him on the podium? Like at the end, he was like devastated to be second. Yeah, and then like obviously Sebastian Vettel's got the massive smile on his face because he's just won the race. But you're like, mate, you're in a car that went from last on the grid to second. It, so easy. He basically had no real competition from most of the other teams until he got up to the Red Bulls and Yeah, I Ferraris. agree. I agree. Is it he got pretty lucky got a, with two safety cars as well. Yeah. That did help his race. I don't know how he was gonna go without them. But you know, you've got to say you know he's lucky to be where he is. Luck's not everything. He has worked very hard to be there. But yeah, it he is being a bit of a sore loser. Like what we've seen from the engineer last meeting with, you know, oh, I'm sorry, this is all on me. No, bullshit. You win as a team, you lose as a team. He makes plenty of mis- decisions that sometimes cost the team. Yeah. He, I don't hear him coming no, over oh, the radio sorry, and saying, I'm us. sorry. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. It's, it's one of those things. I know they all work at like at an elite level that's above everyone else. Like they're working bigger hours, they're training, they're... 
live and breathe their work. Like it's everything they do. It's they don't have weekends. They don't really have holidays. They're always thinking about it. Yep. I understand that. But it just seems that everyone's sort of babying him. Like why did the engineer have to come over the radio to tell him that, oh, by the way, that I've, I've cost us the race. It's all my fault. That's bullshit. All that should be radio, done. Because on the radio, Hamilton was whinging the whole time. I know. And the only reason he did that is it's to try and get him to focus back on the race and keep pushing because he was being a defeatist. Now, I believe this is working 100% perfectly for Ferrari because when Hamilton gets in these moods, he... He, he takes can, a while to get out of yeah, them. Yeah, he falls down and he, he, he finds it very hard to dust himself off. Um, and, you know, you might get three or four races where he's not at his prime, well, you know, at premium Hamilton, you know, yeah, unbeatable level. Yeah. Unbeatable levels. level, like where he was towards the end of last year. Yeah, exactly. So... Um, it will be interesting to see whether how he presents himself next meeting uh, in Germany, which will be obviously Sebastian's home meeting or home round. And also, see, it, it is funny. I did, you know, Mercedes' home track is Silverstone, but they're now going to the home of Mercedes. Yeah, I know. Like Stuttgart is the home of Mercedes. Yeah, so it's interesting, but it's going to be his team's, I guess, sponsors home round and also his main rivals home round so it'll be interesting to see not gonna have the support. who gets the power there I, I, I mean rec- he's gonna have the support but Vettel is gonna have the support I agree I think um, Vettel is gonna be yeah undoubtedly uh, a, a fan favourite there you yeah. gonna pick Vettel for the next race I don't know. Are you going to pick first again? You've been picking first a lot lately yeah, it's well, been I'm working thinking, well for me I'm thinking about picking Hamilton just because I'm like well, the last couple of races every time do that, it doesn't win. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, so you, you've just resounded that you're not going to win the points. I'm not going to win the points. I'll <laughs> hey, beat you look, with VR though. <laughs> hey, look, I could have a few DNFs, all right? <laughs> it only takes a few, like, four weekends. A couple of DNPs didn't <laughs> pick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It. Are we up to that stage yet? We well, haven't even I'm, really talked about the race. We haven't really talked too much about the race, but... Um, I'm trying to keep these to about an hour. And what are we up to? About three? <laughs> uh, we're an hour five. Oh, okay. Well, quickly over the race, uh, Kimi Raikkonen had a, a quick shunt with Lewis into the first, well, it wasn't actually the first I corner, actu- it was the second corner. I actually watched the start of this race with the Walkinshaw United boys. Yeah, you were saying that at the um, pub. At the pub. They are like, can we turn this on? I was like, yes, good, because we wanted to watch this. They volume up super loud. And they're all... A lot of them were um, Ferrari fans because they were pretty stoked when Vettel got ahead. Which is odd because is, their team is kind of owned by the that's ma- what Mitch owner of McLaren. Like, or I noticed the- none of you guys are really McLaren fans here. Like, we kind of wanted to be like, what does Zach think about this, eh? Yeah, but, very interesting. I mean, we didn't really talk too much with them. I let them do their own thing. They were sort of all just having a, a group. We, you know, had a bit Bonding of a Bonding session. Yeah, well, you know, they've had a big weekend and they just wanted to relax. They don't want... It was just awkward because there was they were everyone was there. No one else outside of Walkinshaw was there except for Mitch and I. Yeah, okay. And you were still wearing midi shirts, I'm we were still wearing midi shirts. <laughs> a couple of them a couple of them come up now. Have you got ran. more than one midi shirt now? No. <laughs> oh wow. No, no. I basically we bought a we bought a, by washing powder and then we oh, wash every night. Okay. Okay. And we Fair washed enough. the pants. 
but we also worked out that we can't drink in the pits with uh, at the midi sky uh, matt stone pits yeah of course not no you can the super two pits you can drink really yeah yeah because it's not in the secluded area what's well, not fenced the, off no no because it's just anywhere it's like general admission area Oh. But Mitch and I would walk past with a beer. We look just like the crew. <laughs> and I said to him, oh, maybe we shouldn't drink around here. Yeah. Because it looks yeah, a little enough. unprofessional. Fair enough. Yeah. So, but we only drink mid strength around there. Oh, but you know, that's fine. It's, 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 it's also give, like 11 o'clock in the morning. You and, should just hand Bryce one. Just <laughs> tell him, you know, no, no, it's, it's all right. It's only mid strength, right? Basically water. <laughs> <laughs> We've got to keep your hydration up. We are in Townsville. Come on. Humidity anyway, are we here. getting back onto the race? It was just good to watch the race with um a lot of <laughs> mechanics, I guess. We we are sidetracked. I'm very sorry, everyone. Um, Valtteri Bottas did a sounds very Russian. Uh, did a very good job to come home fourth. There was a really uh, epic epic battle between the Ferraris and the Mercedes at the end of this race. It yeah. is amazing to watch. If if you've got 15 minutes and you've got Foxtel, please skip to the end of this. If you don't have enough time to watch the whole race, skip to the end of this race and watch that. There was a oh, just after the safety car went in, it was on. Oh, yeah. I've, I haven't actually got a chance to watch this yet. Oh, but. well, I, you've got to watch it. It is some of the best racing I've seen all year. Um, Seb, uh, Seb pitted for new tyres. The Mercedes and both the Ferraris pitted for new tyres. The Mercedes stayed out. I think both did, actually. I'm trying to remember now whether Raikkonen did or not. Uh, anyway, uh, the Mercedes went out, stayed out, and then the Ferraris had to work back through. It was epic, so you should really tune in for that. Um, now, Daniel Ricciardo ended up coming home in uh, fifth place, and Max ended up having another yeah, gearbox what? problem. Oh, was it gearbox problem? Because I just yeah. seen the DNF, and I wasn't 100% sure. Okay, I was not overly happy with the announcers. Not, I don't think it was Martin. I think it was more um, Crofty. crofty. Uh, so the Red Bulls were quite close together. Daniel had a bit more pace than Max, uh, but was still stuck up behind him. Bit of a boring race for Daniel. He was pretty much stuck behind Max or uh, had uh, Kimmy in between Max and him pretty much this whole race. Uh, and... They got fairly close together. I think it was Daniel was in the DRS, and then it just flicked to Max sliding backwards off the track. And you know what they said? Daniel Ricciardo's hit Max Verstappen. He's taken Max out of the race. Oh no, Max is going again. I'm like, hang on a second. I don't know. I didn't. Maybe they got a different monitor. Shit. Yeah, they yeah. Made this huge call. No, it was just Max was having problems with his gearbox, and ah. um, and eventually he pulled over. Not even half a lap after that and retired the car because he had another gearbox problem. Apparently, he was stuck in fourth gear, so he probably didn't get the D-cell he needed, and the car turned around. What happened to Charles? Charles Leclerc, uh, unfortunately for him, was having a very strong race. Another great weekend for him. Um, superstar of F1 at the moment. Uh, had a pit stop problem, and maybe was set out of the pits with a loose... I think it was right rear. Oh. They never really did announce, oh, but they kind of... I did see something he posted on Instagram about... He didn't really blame the team. He said, no, nah, these boys, you know, they haven't done a foot wrong throughout the year. And, you know, we learn from everything. So that, that explains a lot. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, just a, a, a tire was loose. Uh, he ended up having 
to park the car, unfortunately, and so not continue crazy the race. that like just one loose tire is like you're done for the race. It's not yeah. even like you can limp at home. Yeah, you can't limp back, back around. Yeah, yep. That's it. It's all done. Uh, Marcus Ericsson had a pretty epic shunt uh, sliding off and hitting the wall. Was he hit or is he just slid nope, out? No, he just, he just lost it. Um, the Roman Grosjean, Carlos Sainz, little crash. Now, there's been a lot of rumors that Haas uh, about fed up with the second driver in their team that just decides he's not going to score any points this year apart from one round so far. Yeah, because um, Magnussen's got more, uh, another points. He got two more points against his name. So, um, Grosjean and uh, Carlos were having a bit of a, a tussle. Um, it is a hard one to call. I, I would recommend another, uh, having a look at that at yourself as well because it is a very hard one to pick who was at fault. Um, there was a, a post I'm trying to find, but I can't see it right now. But it was a tweet about who was at fault and they basically said, ah, oh, it's... Um, both drivers. Def- it was it was Ericsson's fault. <laughs> <laughs> Both drivers definitely uh, blamed the other person. Um, it, so essentially, um, Carlos was going around the outside. Um, I'm trying to remember the name of the corner. I'd never get the ca- the corner names in Silverstone. Silverstone. Yeah. Um, anyway, trying to go through the corner, which is a, a very very high paced corner. Uh, he's going around the outside, probably. Didn't give a enough room there for, um, for uh, Grosjean. Yeah. But there was more than a car width, and I think Grosjean probably should have made the I made the effort to get a bit out of the yeah to maybe lift out of the throttle because what essentially happened is Grosjean ended up driving into that gap, obviously losing front aero, understeering straight into Carlos's car, and Carlos nearly flipped. When he was going through the gravel trap sideways, he was a very lucky boy to stay on awful wheels. When they dig into the sand traps, it can get violent. It can. It can. Well, Sebastian Vettel end up coming out with a win. I'm it wrapping did. us up. I'm wrapping us up. Okay. We're Wrap playing the up. music up. Oh, you'd be happy to know that I did cut into last week. I did do the cutback. Did you? Yep. Oh, that's good. I got to listen to that episode now. I can't even remember what it was for now. What was the cutback? Ah, driving my sticks. Yes, you did. Good boy. Thank you. Thank you. Did I did that for you? See, cut like, back to that episode. To check it. check that episode out. I'm not cutting back again. I'm already <laughs> doing one yeah, more. Yeah, cut, cut it back now. Cut it back now. Every episode, everyone needs to know how good. Ah, <laughs> uh, for people that haven't listened to that show, like the beginning show, we sound so different. Do we? Yeah. We're, what, we're not underconfident, uh, shaky. To lift the curtain, we're also using different microphone setups now. Yes, it is true. But the quality is here. Anyway, um, we're going to Queensland Raceway and the which race? The German Grand Prix. But are we... Which one's which first? I think we, they're both the same days. Oh, there we go. Another double header, mate. What? Go back to that. They're at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Speed Cafe just does. Friday. Oh, they just do the day. They don't actually. Oh, that's do... not very good. Okay. I believe it's at the Hockenheim Ring. Mmm. 
Emirates Grosse Press von Deutschland. I think. Yeah. Yep. Cool. I will take it. You've you've learned German, so <sighs> I would take it. Is that is a hundred percent the correct pronunciation? <laughs> Any Germans listening out there, feel free to write in and Don't, school Dan wrong. At Michael. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So who's your tip? Uh. Well, do you want to go no, first you again? Can go first. Go first. Well, Seb, Seb has been my boy. My boy. Your boy. Have you got your book? Where's your book? Uh, my book is still packed away. Oh, hang on, hang on. All right, all right. I'm, I'm writing with a texter. Okay, well, now I'm not. All right, all right. I'm going, Seb, so I'm assuming you're going. Um. Ham. Oh, Germany, Germany, Hockenheim. Crazy stuff can happen. No, let's go Ricardo. Hmm. Good bit of mixtures. It's got that low, slow section. It's got the stadium section and also the big high speed ring. But you know what? I want to mix it up. I'm throwing enough stuff there and just we're seeing where it goes. Sure. And see if it sticks to the walls. Yep. Oh, nice. And in supercars, we will be at Ipswich. Apparently, Mitch might go there. So if he yeah, does, okay. um, see, because there's only a bit of a drive out from there, I couldn't do another back to back weekend. Oh, why not, mate? Oh. Why not? You've been smashing them. V8's Darwin and two weeks later Townsville. Yeah, and then I can't do two weeks later Ipswich and then I'm going to the... i got to wait till October before I get to go to supercars again. October? <sighs> Where are you going in October? Gold Coast. Why don't you do um, Bathurst as well in October? This is going to sound weird, but I'm scared to do Bathurst. Why? Because I just... I yeah. don't know. You don't have to camp with the bikies. <laughs> like, yeah. it's it's not as dangerous as it used to be. Yeah, but I've heard stories, and ah, I just think... Don't be a... Don't be a what? I'm looking for a politically <laughs> correct word to call you. <laughs> uh, We're doing Newcastle. We'll leave it at that. We'll, we will do, I'll, we'll do Bathurst one year. So I'll drag at, you along. QR, we're at QR, we? are at QR. All right. Mick is going to go... I'm just going to look Jamie. At... <laughs> yeah, mate, no. Are you looking at last year's results, um, are yeah, you? Yeah, let's have a look at last year's results. Okay, let's look, look, let's look at them. It's probably like... I reckon go 2016 results. Tires were similar. Admittedly, Davey Reynolds is probably one to <laughs> take into account again. Craig Lowndes won in 2016 and Shane Van Gisbergen won. Okay, now go 15. <laughs> I'll go, sorry, 17 then. Well, you don't think Craig can do it? Where are we? Code Scotty time. McLaughlin and Chaz Mostert. Well, Chaz is probably not going to. Chaz Mostert, Scotty McLaughlin, Shane Van Gisbergen, Jamie Winkup. That's your top four. Mm. Who are Cra you going to go, mate? Um, I, Jamie. <laughs> Jamie? Yeah. He's probably got his mojo back. It's Queensland's their test track. All right. Uh, who am I going to go? I haven't even been thinking about it while you were doing that. You want me to go Craig Lowndes. Is that what you want me to do? No, I'm not I'm not telling you who to go for. I, I'm not against going for Craig Lowndes. He does drive well there. I'm tossing up, actually, between... Probably Scotty, Craig, or um, Davey. That's a good, <laughs> good, good little, yeah, good little. 
I think Scotty's the safe bet. I think Craig and Davy are probably the outstanding ones that you know. Scotty's the safe one. bet, but you're like, do you want to bank on safe or do you want to have a bit of some excitement? I don't know. If it's betting, you probably want safe. Yeah. <laughs> There's no money for points. <laughs> no, there, no there isn't. There isn't. I, I was actually thinking to myself on the weekend, I'm like, I should start betting. <laughs> yeah, well, remember we used to bet? <laughs> yeah. We used to talk about the odds. That got yeah. us the most engagement on Facebook. There you go. Posting up betting odds, but we don't do that anymore. We've got family show. Okay, okay. That has swearing in it and, and crude references. <laughs> yeah, not but your average not family. So. <laughs> you're not your average family. <laughs> we're not encouraging betting. All right. But if you're doing it, do it responsible. <laughs> yeah. Um... I'm going to go Craig Lowndes. Ah, you are going Mr. Lowndes. Yeah. Good. Good. Well, I think we get a week off. We do. We have nine days from time of recording. So it'll be a week by the time this episode comes out. Pretty much, yeah. All right. Cool. Well, um, that is us done. Unless you want to add some more stuff in there just to make... My editing time, just that little bit longer. Oh, we could talk for hours. I haven't really talked about what happened on, on my weekend. Do you we, want to do we, a little bit of what happened on your weekend? We, we did have a, a, a little incident, oh, very let's controversial. Talk about, let's talk about your controversial incident. Oh, well, look, just like everything, there's two sides to every story. Which side are we telling? We are telling the we got penalized side. Okay. <laughs> um. So there was a bit of a racing incident in my view. Uh, my driver that I was helping out feels a bit bad about the incident, but it was still a racing incident. The move was on. Uh, the other driver decided he would sort of turn down a little bit. He feels that the other driver's point of view was that the move was too late. Maybe there was some contact and they got taken out of the race. Uh, we got a 10-second penalty, uh, which took us back to third place. Um, for the final, and then we ended up getting a sort of a free pass, I guess. I I don't agree with the ten second penalty for for some reasons. The, the the reasons I don't agree with it was there was no video footage of it, the yep. no official seen it, and it was he says she says. So, uh, their driver's point of view was one way. Our driver's point of view was an opposite way. Yet we got a ten second penalty. I think maybe because they were a bit more passionate about their their side of it, if yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. The guy, the driver that come home in third, which ended up getting promoted to second, engine went um, wasn't legal, uh-huh. and we ended up getting promoted back to second. So the whole thing ended up as a storm in a teacup. Yeah, storm in a teacup. I was going to say because you were talking about two seconds at the start of the show. Yeah, yeah. So we ended up with two seconds. It did put a bit of a a, a bit of a. Dampner. Dampner on the weekend. We then had to go back and race that same driver in the other class. Uh, who he um, nice young fellow. Like nothing against them. They're, they're, they're a nice family and nice young fellow. Uh, managed to come home with the win in tag light and, and take away a state title and, and blue plate, which was nice. Um, they're from Western Australia, so okay. uh, they're travelling back there now, which is good for them. There was actually a lot of Western Australians up here. There must have been twenty odd just from. Western Australia, maybe more. Jesus. Yeah, so it was a big field of Western Australians. A lot of people coming up there. Was it we all during the day or was it night racing? Well? Well, it, it was an oh, interesting no, one. Day, day, because you couldn't watch. Well, race. no, there was an interesting one. So this, this we had um, qualifying Friday night, uh, which is the first time we've ever done it for NT titles. Uh, then we had four or three heats, a pre-final and a final. 
Uh, so we had four races Saturday and just one race for each class Sunday, but they were long 20 lap races. So if you haven't been in a go-kart of like a proper racing cart, 20 laps is actually oh, quite a long time. Oh, we talked about you the other week where you did like yeah. six laps. Now come in, time to box. <laughs> oh, I could watch, uh, watch it. quite a few good drivers fading mm. towards the end of laps. Um, just weren't quite fit enough race pace-wise for 20 hard full pace laps. So and it did cost a few drivers probably a, cha- uh, a, a championship. So unfortunately. But yeah, other than that, we had a good weekend cart's. We had a few problems with engines and stuff. We ended up making an engine change before the pre-final for one cart and had to and do a few things. Just the two. I was helping out with another two carts as well. No. So it, it, we, we were pretty happy, but... No. Enjoy being on the Spanners again? I did. I did. I think I may have almost committed to buying a new engine and uh, maybe... You gonna get the cut off, or are you gonna start doing a bit more of the management side of it? And no, no, find maybe a get nice back into it. Driver and no, back him. Probably get back into it. I think. Yep. I, I, I think we might soon make the commitment whether we're going to be back next year or not. We'll, we'll see. Oh, good luck if that does happen. Anyway, that's us. This is a longer episode, but thank you very much to getting to the end of it. Yeah, congratulations, you've made it. Yeah, you've made it. Here's you've, the golden ticket. You get no prizes. <laughs> yeah. but thank you for that. If you have anything you want to talk to us about, you can hit us up on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash breaking late. We do respond to messages. Um, or you can email us at breakinglate at gmail.com. Now, we are still striving to get this special episode that we're going to do. Um, We're just trying to line up some stuff. So, um, hold on out there. It it will come. Um, We we haven't forgotten about it. (laughs) There's a lot of stuff that's happened (laughs) um, in the background of things that is to do with this show and also just personal lives and stuff. It's crazy time at the moment. But we will get there anyway. That's no excuse. We should be on top of it and do everything we want for our (laughs) listeners. All right. All right, well, in that case, I know everyone else wants to go, so we're going to go. All right. All right, catch you guys later. Bye. Bye.